Shvius Perk Ches Mishnah Yud, 8.10. In the previous Mishnah, we had the Talmidim in the Beis Midrash reporting to Rabbi Kiva what his Rebbe, Rabbi Eliezer, had said regarding putting Shemitah oil on leather. And Rabbi Kiva had said to them that although their tradition was that Rabbi Eliezer was very strict, in fact, he was so lenient in his opinion that Rabbi Kiva, um, while warning them not to further tell over the incorrect psaq of Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Kiva refused to actually tell them how lenient Rabbi Eliezer, in fact, was. This Mishnah Yud is totally off-topic regarding Allah HaZashfiyas, um, but it's the exact same structure. It says, Va'od Amru Lefanov. In addition, they, the Talmidim and the Beis Midrash, also told Rabbi Akiva, Omer Haya Rabbi Eliezer, Ha'ochel Pas Kusim, Ka'ochel Basar Chazir. They reported to Rabbi Akiva that Rabbi Eliezer had paskin, that one who eats the bread of kusim, I'll explain in a moment, has the same status as one who eats the meat of a, you know, pork, basar chazir pork. Now, of course, they didn't mean that literally, because basar chazir pork carries with it the isra derisa of the penalty of, of malchus. It's a, it's a law from the Torah, where, of course, eating not kosher bread that kusim made uh, certainly could not be that. It would just be rabbinic in nature. Um... I'll come back to the kusim in a second. But Amr Lehem Shisoku, he, Rabbi Akiva, said back to them, silence yourselves, do not further promulgate that incorrect psaq. Lo Omer Lehem Mash Rabbi Eliezer Omer Bo. I actually, not even going to tell you what Rabbi Eliezer said regarding this matter. Meaning, Rabbi Akiva said that Rabbi Eliezer was so lenient regarding how one treats the bread that comes from kusim that he, he wouldn't, uh, he didn't want to say what it was has lean psak, but he said say nothing about it at all, um, and that's that. Now, as far as the kusim go and the problem with eating their bread, so the backstory is like this. The kusim in English are synonymous with the Samaritans. In the time after, in the first temple period, after the Assyrians had conquered the ten northern tribes and exiled them, so the Assyrian custom was to transplant foreign populations um, into the lands they conquered, um, and that's what they did. They brought people from the land of Kusa, perhaps that's Crete or near Crete, um, into um, the northern part of Israel, and those people were just complete pagans. Um, however, they were attacked repeatedly by local by lions in the neighborhood, and therefore they reasoned that it must be the local god disapproves of their pagan activity, and they converted to being Jewish. Um, Chazal, however, were, were very circumspect of their conversion always, referring them to Gary Ariot, like convert lion converts. Um, however, the thing was that the, the Kusim, the Samaritans, were pretty good about keeping the Torah Shabbat matters explicitly written in the Torah. Um, halachas, they just, they didn't keep, they didn't give much credence to the rabbis and therefore didn't really keep Torah Shabbat Peh. So there was a question about were they legitimate converts and were they Jewish or were they just simply not Jewish at all? Um, and could they be trusted either way regarding their fulfillment of various mitzvahs. Now, one of the issues is that they were not really trusted regarding tithing. Um, they didn't, in general, didn't have the concern about lifnei ivar, the rabbinic, there's a, the Torah says one can't put a stumbling block in front of the blind person. The Chazal understand that to be referring to even um, someone who's halachli blind, meaning he's unaware of what's, or whatever, he's, he's unaware of the situation, to, to put a, a legal stumbling block in front of him or to trick him. Um, or give them bad advice and so on. So they understood, therefore, that, for example, one may not sell untied produce because that's just setting up um, 
the person who buys the produce for the fall by eating that not kosher food. The kusim were not concerned about the halacha. They, they thought it meant literally you can't make blind people trip. And that being the case, they didn't have a problem necessarily with selling untithed produce. They just held buyer beware and to tithe themselves. They, the, dyers, the purchaser should have tithed himself. And that being the case, the the bread that was purchased from a kusi um, was of um, dubious tithing status. That being the case, Rabbi Lezer, according to the first sheet of the, of the student, said it's totally forbidden to eat that bread. And Rabbi Kiba says to the contrary, he was very lenient. And we don't have an explicit mention of what he held, but there's a number of shitas regarding just how lenient Rabbi Eliezer was. I won't go into them here. Um, but uh, suffice to say that Rabbi Akiva, who was the student of Rabbi Eliezer, presumably knew best.